you a superhero, man. Mm -hmm. You know, without a doubt, you a superhero. And and we looked at you as a superhero. And and um you showed us superheroes fall, get back up, mm -hmm. and do it again. You know what I'm saying? That's a real. All right, this is another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Mike Tyson. And I'm his co-host today, Matt Barnes. And today we had the quintessential ultra, 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 ultra home dog, Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's happening with you? It's all love, brother. Man, so happy to see you, man. It's good to see you time. too, man. It's been a minute. So what have you been doing, man? Did everything. <laughs> I know this, man. Hustling. Getting it in, you know, um... Man, since the last time I seen you, it's been a minute, so. In the 80s, huh? No, man. In the 80s and 90s, you can't see me yeah, in prison? Yeah, yeah, can't see you. <clears throat> I think we met in 90. No, I'm going to tell you where we met at. Where you meet? We met in um, um, Apollo, New York, Apollo, and you were performing with Chuck D, and I was with Chuck D, and he introduced me to you. What year was that? I don't know, 80s, huh? It's not 89, 90. Gotta be, if it's if it's not 90, it's 89. It's yeah, right there. there. Yeah. yeah. And and then I end up seeing you at the Boys in the Hood premiere yeah. party. Yeah, I was dead too. Yeah, you was acting a fool that night. And things happened. <laughs> you was I, acting I, a fool I was, that night. I was that place in my life that time. It was fun. It was good to see you there, though. You know, um, when you... With the prison, we we came out and checked you out in really appreciate Indiana. That, brother. Yeah, appreciate it was that good. It was good to see you, not in them conditions, but it was good to come out and holler at you for a minute. I really appreciate that. Thank Even you. Though I never told you. I really appreciate that. Really you told me, but to thank you. you. I appreciate you too. So obviously, a man of many hats. What do you enjoy? I know you're super busy, but what do you enjoy doing the most right now? Oh man, um, entertainment wise, or? just. In just your life, period. like what brings you happiness? Kicking it with my wife. There you go. You know, me and her just having shit a day off to just kick it and do whatever we want to do. Mm -hmm. You have to be a proud man seeing the success of your son. Definitely. Yeah. You know, uh, O'Shea Jr., he's a, he's a good guy, you know, and to see that he's winning. Yeah, I'm watching him. And being able to do the things that he always dreamed of, you know, he's... He's always loved Star Wars and and uh, Godzilla and all that shit growing up. So to see him in those movies, you know, right. it, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, you know, as a parent to see uh, your son living out his dreams. I know. Obviously, he came into the space portraying you, but you. T I know you. You told us when you did all the smoke, you took it serious. Like you can't be up here. On me, but how good does it make you feel that he's really honed his craft and now he's not, he's able your son, to play but you. it's not because you gave him a favor. Yeah. He earned these roles in these big time movies. I mean, it's always better. You know, as a parent, I think you should use every influence you have to. to get your kids ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, I ain't about all that. You know, I made it on my own. You're going to make it on <laughs> right. your own. Nah, uh -uh. You know, it's like, you help your kids get ahead, but at a, at a certain point, they got to take over. 
they got to show their talent or it's it's uh it's not going to work right. and it's not going to fit and nobody's going to be happy so you know I, I choose to only push things that I know going to work um and I wouldn't push my son into you know playing me in straight out of Compton or in Hollywood at all if I didn't think he could right do it excel at it and be one of the best at it and be able to handle all aspects of Hollywood. You know, not just being on screen, but the off-screen stuff too. You know, he's second generation Hollywood, so you know, he he's he's handling everything perfect. Mm. Tis the season for clean balls, from stocking stuffers to white elephant to Manscaped products or at the top of the every wish list. Manscaped is a one-shop stop for all the holiday needs. They have the perfect gift in the Platinum Package 4.0 plus perfect stocking stuffers. Manscaped offers a handful of liquid fermentation, shampoo, body washes, Upstairs, downstairs deodorant, gel, and foliage, absolutely everything they could and need to keep clean. Go beyond the growing with Manscaped full body product line. Dad has a nasty nose here. Save his life with the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. The Sheer 2.0 is their full kit for nails, cares with scissors, clippers, tweezers, and a file. There's a new preserve cologne that brings a light, breezy, woodsy feel and gives a fresh tree scent even after Christmas is over. Still using a loafer, introducing the body buffer. Lastly, top of the stocking with the long mower 4.0. The electric razor advanced skin safe technology is a life changer and known for reducing necks and cuts on Santa's sack. Save 20% off the free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash hotbox. That's right, 20% off free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash hotboxing. Manscaped, for a perfect gift that will be a holiday biggest hit. We're about a week away from Mount Westmore. Um, Release? A project I'm looking forward to. You did with Snoop, Too Short, E-40. Tell us how that came about. What's it been like building with your brothers? And what should we expect from the album? West Crew. Yeah, I mean, we've been knowing each other for over 30 years. Um, Been friends for that long, too. Uh, And so it's like doing a record with your cousins (laughs) or... You know, could you imagine playing basketball right, with your cousins? Right. Like, and they good enough. Like, and, and, they, yeah, they, NBA playing, holding right. you. Yeah, they good enough. You know, <laughs> not that down, they just right. out there it ain't a and favor. it's a pickup game. Right. It's like they stars in their own right. Mm-hmm. So um, it's fun. And and we, it came about by E-40. He hit me during the pandemic, 2020. Um, and he hit me. He was like, what you doing? He was bored. He said, "Man, we need to do something big." Mm. And it was let's 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 start a super group with Snoop and Short. And so I was like, "Hell yeah!" He said, "What are we gonna call it?" I said, "Mount Westmore." Mm. It just right off the know, top, I like came that. Over that. 
off the dome, it just stuck because it it was uh, iconic for, you know, two legends from Southern California yep. to get with two legends from Northern California. Tony right. To do a project this big. I know big. when you um, do your advertising, you have the face of Russ Moore, those guys on the yeah. face of Russ Moore. We got some merch right here, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I brought y'all a couple yeah, little things, man. man. Y'all can rock. You. Know what I'm saying? Me and Q made an executive decision. We're both taking home an ear pillow, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, I got to get one so of Mike, these. So, Mike, I don't so. want to hear no problems. I'm taking yeah. the ear pillow with me. It's all yeah, good, Got to get one of these. Well, we got man. the Mount Restmore sweatshirts. I'm going to have to rock it this weekend at my kids' tournament. Yeah. People didn't bring any weed here today. Yeah. No, I, got, I got a little something for you. You know what I mean? I brought a little bit <laughs> I appreciate of that, that good man. day, Kush. <laughs> um, what should bad. we expect from this album? Obviously, each of you guys have had your own you know, Hall of Fame run in the space, but what kind of, I mean, obviously game, funk, like what are we looking at? You organize it or you just freestyle? No, it's organized. You know, we uh, we did it to make sure that the record was iconic because the group is iconic. And the record has a lot of different personalities. You know, we having fun on the record. Of course, we spitting game. You know, I think, you know, from the OGs, the youngsters need to hear the game. Um, and, you know, we we also showing how ferocious we still, mm -hmm. we still are on the mic. So it's exactly what people that that's are into something like this have been waiting for, you know. And, and hopefully it's a great example to other OGs in the game that they can get together too. You know, we could have a Mount Eastmore. Mm. It's never, Mount South it's never over. It's never over if never you stay over. creative right. and uh, innovative and, you know what I mean, you keep your bars up, you're mm. good. Uh, you guys just recently released a single, Too Big. Uh, talk to us about that song. Can we just, hear it? Just a song with us clowning, you know what I'm saying, having fun, letting the world know that we're doing it too big, which we are. You know, it's so big, you know, when we... We didn't know how to come at the video, and it was like, it's all four of us. That's Big Subwoofer right there. That's a whole different song, but that's the we got, we got four different screens going on with us doing it big. Mm -hmm. and that's so, supposed to be the world, right? That was a different song, right? That was the video with the YouTube dude, right? Jesse Wellen. Yeah, yeah, he shot that video. Yeah, talk to us, because that was, that was out there. That was different. Y'all was on some other shit with that video, but explain the thinking behind it. We wanted to do something, you know, that was kind of out of this world because we felt like the group was larger than than anything that we have seen. So, you know, let's let's uh, imagine it being, you know, other worlds, other planets, make an impact, make a statement, uh, you know, definitely trying to make it look different than the other the videos that's out. Right. You know, everybody can have, you know, the girls, the poles, the money, you know, but... You see that so much, and it get boring. You know what I mean? You should hear the song. So you know, yeah, which one do you want to hear? Too big. Too big. Too big. You should be on top of that, man. Oh shit! Man, we went on tour. We didn't even have an album out, just a song. Yeah, yeah, sold it out everywhere. So what did you, so everyone just did that stuff from their from their catalog? Yeah, this yeah this album, man, that's a concert in itself. 
Forty the man. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Come on, champ. You know that's that mm -hmm. shit right there. <laughs> Come on now. Bitch. Come on now. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, just having fun, clowning, showing our lifestyle that it is too big. So when you get all four of us together, mm, it's just way too big, humongous, too big for the screen. We saw, we heard uh, Dre in the intro. Is he on um, anywhere else on the project? You know, Dre is always lacing us with uh, love, respect. Sometimes a track or two. Okay. So you know, check out the project. Yeah, You're there here. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a dope album, you know, the whole mm -hmm. album is, you know, that, that, that West Coast flavor, but, you know, what's great about us and being in the game over 30 oh, years, and nice, nigga. What's, what's, what's good about being in the game over 30 years, we just got fans worldwide, yeah. you know. Uh, it's bigger than the West Coast. Mm -hmm. I'm bigger than it. Yeah, it's always been bigger than the West Coast. Yeah. It's always been bigger. Yeah, I'm smoking. That's you. I do smoke on occasion. Uh, yeah, from time to time, he does, huh? That, that, that's when you was in, I think you was uh, interviewing Snoop right there. Yeah, we were getting yeah. high. So you, you mentioned uh, you guys went on, you got obviously formed a new group, went on tour without really a song yet, but what was the response? And and was it a, a, a in the States or was it abroad? No, it was here. It was sold out everywhere. You know, uh, Atlanta sold that out. You know, Oakland. Um, you know, everywhere. Look you know, Nashville. You guys were having fun, huh? Everywhere. We was having, man, we was having too much fun. Mad fun. What's up, everybody? I'm hosting a new podcast, No Mercy, with Stephen A. Smith. That's no, spelled K-N-O-W, Mercy. Listen, as I pull back the curtain on all things beyond the world of sports, my No Mercy podcast will be three new episodes every week, making this podcast a great one to add to your weekly routine. On No Mercy, I'll be interviewing influential guests, outspoken celebrities, and thought leaders across the political, financial, and social spectrum. I'll be sharing my thoughts on social issues, politics, and beyond. The goal is to keep an open dialogue, of course. I want to spark your curiosity and give you answers from a different perspective. You know me. I'll give you my unbiased opinion on breaking news and entertainment stories that'll leave you motivated and informed. Don't worry. I'll always offer my comments about what's going on in the sports world, too. A No Mercy episode drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith. A presentation of K-13 and Odyssey Studio. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen to your podcast. Too much fun. And, you know, we all pros, so it ain't none of that bullshit. It's all just... Easy you know, money. It's so fun. Man, it's, you know, life is great. Oh, God, it's great. Yes, thank God. Uh, you guys announced a, uh, an Australian tour coming in 2023 with uh, Cypress Hill in the game. Will that be Westmore? That just be I'm getting you? ready to that's go me. there, too. Okay. That's, 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 yeah, that's a solo thing. You know, I, I've been going to Australia since 
Matter of fact, that same tour, we did that same tour in 94 out there in Australia. Okay. So, you know, we damn near going back to the scene of the crime 30 years later. That's dope. And uh, now we got the game with us. And uh, Australia's always shown love. You know, I went out there, um, one of the first rap groups to play the uh, Sydney Opera House, and we sold it out four nights in a row. So, you know, I got to get back there. Yeah, they're just wild. Australia's just wild. So I'm going there to do my Mike Tyson to talking. So I get there, I start, and they're <laughs> I can't do this show. Really? Ah, I can't do it. They won't be quiet. So I'm saying, well, ah, and they just won't stop. They won't stop. Oh. And then one guy said, hey, Mike, you like my clothes? I'm in one of those hot, um, elevated stages. And there was another guy. It's like 10 feet. Another guy must have been 15 feet. He, hey, Mike, you like my clothes? And he tried to jump on the stage, and he did with one foot, and he fell out. Uh, and I, said, <laughs> the, I was laughing. But the whole stage went and see where he was at. They looked at me and said, what the fuck Mike laughing for? I said, I can't. This guy's stupid, man. They be drinking out there a little bit. Uh, I know you know. Yeah, on one. Yeah, they get a little active out there. Uh, how has your relationship over the years, like you said, you've been knowing this, the, the Mount Rushmore group, you know, for over 30 years, but how has the relationship matured over the years with uh, each individual? Uh, well, I've been knowing short the longest, and we, we young, you know, we came in the game as youngsters together. Um, and it's like every time that I would make a move, he'd be right there. You know, he toured with us with NWA, but when I went solo and did it, my tour, he came on that tour too. We've always done records together that people love and, you know, become, you know, classics on 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 that level. So there's always been, you know, straight love. We always feel like we're going to come together sooner or later every few years and do a record together, and, and that's that's been a great thing. Um, you know, 40 I met, you know, kind of in the game. I saw him as a... You know, a uh, young MC coming up, um, making noise, you know, with records, you know, like Sprinkle Me, things mm-hmm. like that. And then we ended up uh, running into each other, and uh, he asked me to come to his house and, and lay some, you know, we, we ended up working together and doing a project called Behind Gates, you know, Ann Banks. And um, from then on, it's just always been love because we, we've always been on shows together, always hitting each other up. Uh, I met Snoop, you know, I was a fan, straight up. You know, I met Snoop. He he was doing, you know, his thing with uh with with Death Row. You know, I wasn't hanging around Death Row at the time because, you know, of of all, all the uh the friction between, you know, NWA, me and Dre. Mm-hmm. But once we worked that out, you know, I started to, you know, really get to know Snoop and uh we became, you know, Good friends on our own basis, you know, outside of of uh, of Death Row and all that, and it's always been mutual love and respect, you know. Um, you know what's cool about Snoop, you can always call him; he'll show up, and and um, you know, and I and I show up for him too, you know. And it's a good thing to know that, you know, you got people out there that when you're doing something, you wanted to make make it look a little bigger and shit, mm-hmm. you can call, you know, you know, I'm a. Call Tyson to to some more stuff too. You know, he's just short from the two. All day, all day. You know, so but but you know, it's just great to be able to 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 you know be in a group now with with one of the best that ever did it, and um, 
And, you know, we like like I said, it's like being up there with my cousins. You know, we just having fun, talking shit, making money, you know, staying out the way. What do you think about the new guys now? You know, Who's I like some of them. Which ones you like? Um, a few of them out there, you know, doing their thing. Um, you know, I really like that kid, NLE Chopper. You know what I mean? I think, you know, he's one of, you know, the best new youngsters that's coming up out there, you know. But, you know, you got the greats, you know, you, the Kendricks, you know, still putting in work. Um, and, you know, so, you know, I've been kind of laser focused on my own shit, so I ain't, I ain't really been paying attention to nobody. <laughs> yeah, you know what's going on. I ain't really been paying attention to nobody because I wanted to, you know, come with my own thoughts and my own ideas. I can mm -hmm. dig it. Have any women rappers in your song? Nah, okay. we don't have no women on our on this album. Um, we we actually don't have no features. It's just us. Y'all, just us four. Y'all you know, are we features. Are the features what you mean? You know, so y'all the features. It's it's us four. You know, getting down through the whole album. Uh, and, I know you're talking shit. Yeah, you know, having fun <laughs> with it. And we got like fifty songs, so this is just the Ooh, first album. Shit. Can yeah. you speak to the current music climate from a standpoint of it's a blessing to to see that you got some gray in your beard and you're able to get to an older age and rap when all this young killing in the rap game is going on. Someone who's been in LA your entire life and seen the ways of what this street politics mix of music does, what are your current thoughts about just the way things are moving right now? And what did the rapper do so bad that the other rapper had to kill him? Well, you know, I think we got to separate rap and what happens in the rap industry to just straight up crime and street mm. shit. You know, sometimes they merge and they mix. Um, but I think we got to look at every individual situation. Some situations it is rap on rap beef. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just street shit. Yep. You know, gambling and, you know, things that can happen to, to anybody, anybody, to right? any of us. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, a, a, you know, like rappers are being murdered but people are being murdered right. at the same rate. If not higher. In the same situations, you know, mm -hmm. anybody can get murdered having, you know, dinner with or lunch with a woman and somebody coming in. But, you but know, when it happens to a rapper, it's boom. It, yeah. You know, Public when it happens side. to a rapper, it seems like the rap industry is going crazy, but it's Absolutely. not. This is still... You know, another rapper didn't come in and do this. It's still a person off the street. Mm -hmm. It's still street mm -hmm. shit. Yes, it you is. know, and it's just unfortunate that some of our superstars, because of where we come from, can't get away from yeah. the street shit all mm -hmm. the time. But but let's not mix and 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 you know, let's not blur the lines. You know, sometimes it is rap on rap beef. I've been part of rap on rap beef. You know, rap on rap beef been there since, you know, uh, probably the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> so, you know, that, you know, that don't always end in death right. and tragedy. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, sometimes it's just pure street shit. and ain't got nothing to do with music or rap. Mm. So let's just keep it in perspective when we're talking about how things are really going out here. now. I yeah. like that. Uh, speak to the current climate of Los Angeles from a standpoint of we have our first uh, female black mayor in Karen Bass. Uh, and, and, and your perspective on that? Yeah, you know, I've, I've had a chance to, to talk to Karen Bass before. You know, I think she's a, a good person. 
And, um, you know, we'll see what, what kind of mayor she is. Um, you know, to me, I, I kind of, you know, um, sit back and watch and see what people do and not what they say. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have a lot of problems in Los Angeles, you know, especially with homelessness. Um, so I want to, I want to definitely see that, um, dealt with. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I wish her luck and hope she, you know, you know, has a great run at it. It's basketball league, nigga. You talk about it, Mike. Big three. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't just stock as reigning champion of the team till then. Oh, yeah, my man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stack. Stack five. Got a couple rings before uh, in your league. Yeah, he, uh, as a coach, you mm -hmm. know, he... That's your guy, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, Stack has been great for the league. You know, a great um, kind of, you know, he liked the sheriff, damn near. You mm. know, he... <laughs> he he made sure the league came in real. And it wasn't like, you know, nobody want to see... Well, you might want to see a pickup game, but you don't want to pay for it. Right. You know, you want to see... Depends who's playing the game, though. You want to nah, you want to see real competition. If they going at it for real, then, yeah. And Stack made sure players in our league was going at it for Can real. Can he play? You think your league's good enough to get in there? I'm too busy. Because hey. I, I wanted to play. He, he actually came and talked to me, but I coached my kids shit. in the summer, and it's the same time, like, well, his week, his, his the length of his league is the same time as AAU, so unfortunately, I ain't been able to get out there. But definitely a fan of support. Can you tell us where the league is currently at? There was noise, a little bit of noise last year that you guys hit a little bit of some snag, and there was some possible money coming in. I heard Kaepernick possibly threw money. And any truth to that? And, and where is the league standing? And will it be coming back this season? Yeah, the league is definitely coming back. You know, Kaepernick was never going to put money into the league. That's, that's how these rumors um, go, huh? Yeah. You know, the league, you know, we're black-owned league, and we, we're trying to get, you know, a lot of these corporations who claim in 2020 that they wanted to help black-owned businesses to that. step up. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we definitely need sponsorship, partnerships. You know, we plan on CBS with some of the greatest athletes that ever played the game. Um, and some of the legends as part of the game. Right. So, you know, we... We expected full support. We haven't really got it yet. And so... Big business having we, to look involved with your guys? Huh? Some of the big corporations and get involved with you guys? Some of them have, but not all of them. Uh, you know, we've had people step up, you know, like, you know, Monster Energy and Toyota and Microsoft, you know, but we still looking for, you know, Nike and Pepsi. Mm -hmm. and, American Express. And, 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 you know, all the big ones to step up all the, the categories, Hershey, you know, cars, listen, insurance. Step up if you step up to them. Of course you we got, step up. You got to let in. them know. This come on now, on. Mike. Come on, baby. I know, but... You know we in their face all the time. Let them know. And they the keep hurt? telling us to, uh, yeah. you know, they'll get back with us. So, you know, we just stand patient. But, you know, at the end of the day, support us. You know, we, we definitely not getting support from the NBA uh, or, or ESPN. You know, I think... You know, actually, it's time. I would think ESPN would um, be involved with this. No, nah, because ESPN is involved with the NBA. Uh -huh. So the NBA looks at us as a competitive league. Really? They look at Thank you guys you. as a competition? Yeah, they do. And it's a shame because we're not competition. 
you know, we're we're complementary. Right. And so we think the NBA, you know, uh, I, so, I really think it's time so for Adam Silver shit. to go. Huh? That's, if that was a person, that would be some insecure motherfucker. It is. It's some bullshit. And they know it. They know, you know, it, they, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of owners that want to invest in the big three, but they can't because mm. you can't invest in a competitive See, league. That's weird to me because the, the, the strength of the NBA, even starting with David Stern, was to build individual stars amongst the team game. And you would think since these NBA players have come play in your league and gone on and continue to do something that you would continue to promote them after basketball. Well, that's you know that's what they say, but the actions is not, not showing because you know it's pretty much either you can play for the NBA or good riddance. Right, and you know I think it's bullshit. You know I I think they should really support what we're doing. You know they've actually been able to find some some good players out of our league and and invite them to the NBA mm, training camps. camps. Yep, so. You know, we obviously are putting on a great product. Our our, our ratings are better than MLS and, mm. you know, some of Major League yeah, Soccer. Have been in a three-on-three? Have you sat with Adam Silver before? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. we, we actually tried to give him I a piece of the league, uh -huh. but, but he didn't want it. Uh -huh. I mean, it, not as an individual, but the NBA to, uh -huh. to own a piece of the big three. And they um I don't see how that doesn't go hand-in-hand. No, hand. That's crazy. Um, so at the end of the day, we don't need them. We just want them to get out of our way. Mm -hmm. We want them to stop talking to sponsors and and partners and telling them not to work with the big three. And that's not cool. Oh, I hate to hear that's happening. That's bullshit. It is. That's why I think Adam Silver need to go. I think it's time. Uh, I've. Yeah, we've had some of the biggest well, stars. Still the... got moves. Big Al. Well, you know, that, that Big Al, yeah. That's the first year trilogy went undefeated. So this, you're coming into year five or six? Year six. Oh, year six. Ooh. Okay. Year six. Near that. Now you got to check this out, Mike. It's live. Look at all those people there. That's what they're afraid of, those um, people. Well, I, I mean, shit, to me, all the games are good. <laughs> oh, I, but that's weird I mean, this one is fine, you know. I mean, so you definitely felt the crunch. I mean, being the first and only black-owned professional sports yeah, league, yeah. you felt the outside pressures and jealousy, hatred, you know, of unnecessary course. bullshit. I mean, we go through so much behind the scenes that right. people don't don't even understand when it comes to you know, Actually, even attempting yeah. something this big. Mm -hmm. You know, like it I said, great. Look at the we're crowd. on CBS. Uh, we have major sponsors. Uh, we have, you know, players that, you know, that's Glenn, Glenn mm -hmm. Rice Jr. Mm -hmm. We got players that, you know, might not have uh, had a, a chance to get in the NBA, not not had a shot, but, uh, but able to show their skills. And, and, you know, some of them are getting invited. Wow. Two camps. So mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a great league. And you know, three on three is bigger than five on five around the world. Absolutely. It's just Olympic not, sport now, right? Yeah, just not here in mm -hmm. America. But we we'll get there. All right, Chris, go for it. Looks very exciting. Explosive. Mm -hmm. Your LA Lakers. Um 
What do you think? What's going on? What needs to happen? Who Is needs there any to go? Hope? Who needs to come? <laughs> he said, who needs to go? Um, I don't know. I ain't really been watching the Lakers this year, mm. unfortunately. Um, I just been focused on other things. You know, I'm a little sour on the NBA right now. So. Okay. So uh, I really don't know what they need to do. I just know they need to do something better when I look at their record. <laughs> they ain't doing shit. Yeah. Um, Tell me, Drake uh, confirmed uh, he got an opportunity to come on uh, a, a show with you and, and post the summer seats that he, was it his first show? It was um, his first show headlining for Q. He Who headlined for Q? He opened uh, up. Oh, well, uh, yeah, he headlined for I mean, he opened, opened up. up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard about this. You remember I, I, something? You probably didn't ran across so much shit. You even remember this? It's a trip because I think I remember. <laughs> I think I do. I think I remember. Um, I do remember getting uh, a CD. Uh, I believe it, it had to be Drake because it was it was good. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a CD and it was like, it's like, man, what's this? It was dope, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's cool. But my head wasn't into working with artists no more, you know? I was like, <laughs> you know, I was, I had, I had, I had a, a good run with a lot of different artists when mm -hmm. I was first starting in the game. I was a little burnt by the time I ran across that CD. Um, but I don't, I, you know, I wasn't there when he performed or anything, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I, I usually show up a few, like an hour before it's time for me to hit it. Gotcha. Ever think about um, <sighs> hooking up with some female, new female rappers? You know, like I, always, I always think about it. You know, actually, a lot of the females right now is doping in a lot Harder. of the dudes. Yeah. Harder. They, <laughs> they got flow. Yeah. You know, they actually flowing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it ain't, you know, so I, I think a lot of them are, are coming with it. You know what I mean? I think they, you know, I mean, it. it's girls been dope, man. You know what I mean? From, from, from Lil' Kim to... Missy, you know what I'm saying? To, I don't think uh, Missy gets enough love, though. Missy yeah, was so dope. I mean, Missy mm -hmm. was like on uh, another level. Missy was know? so dope. And um, well, she still is. Yeah. I, I'm like, she's still, you're still waiting for a Missy song. Right. And I'm so, knowing you with Devontae had the whole um, crew. <laughs> but I like, you know, Cardi B is flame. Uh, Nicki Minaj is yeah, flame. flame. Um, the new ones that's coming up, you know, uh, Meg Thee Stallion, mm -hmm. dope, uh, you know. They they got they got it and and that's why they that's why they on top because they actually can, can bust yeah yeah uh, you've been someone who's been a a free thinker and a free speaker uh, your entire career and that's what to me makes you one of the greatest um, of late you know about a month ago Kanye went on his crazy rant and somehow your name got dragged into that uh, what was your thoughts that you had something you had nothing to do with but then somehow your name still becomes a headline. I mean, you know, when somebody, when somebody turn it out, when a nigga turn the party out and say, you know, <laughs> he did it because of you, you got to say something about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, homie. <laughs> you inspired him to do it. Homie, homie, That's homie. That's what he said. Nah, nah, nah. You got to take, you got to stand on this one on That's your own, you, too. You got to stand on this one on your own, too, man. And that's all that's what that's all that was about. That's all that was about. You know, um, 
And Let's hear that shit, baby. You know, I didn't say nothing. It's just a, it's at the end of the day, you know, I, I just had to let everybody know that, you know, um, don't bring me. Don't blame me for shit. Don't bring me into your shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. talk your shit if you want to, but don't blame me for shit. Yeah. You know, if I ain't up there speaking for myself, don't blame me. Can't do it. Yeah. Where you going from here? What's your life? What's your life thought? Where you want to go? Oh, I just want to still keep doing good stuff, man. You do know, you have a goal? Do you I have got some idea what you want to do with your league and your life? Hell yeah, I want to blow it up. I still want to keep, you know, doing music and movies and TV and having fun, spending time with my family uh, and friends. Um, keep doing what I've always been doing. You know, I'm just now getting my stride. Mm. Still yeah. feel good. You've been in a lot of, starred and created a lot of, you know, cultural classics and, and, and big movies. Are you working on any uh, anything for the big screen right now, whether it be movie or series, anything like that? I'm always, you know, working on something. Um, you know, right now, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't get vaccinated, so, you know, Hollywood ended up, you know, not wanting to fuck with me for a minute because of that. So maybe they'll come to their senses, but at the end of the day, we working on a lot of independent shit in the background. And, you know, when it's ready, we'll 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 drop it. Uh when Hollywood ready to fuck with me again, mm. then I'll be back. I mean I have to ever do mushrooms before? Never. <laughs> oh man. Is he missing out, Mike? I ain't did number weed. Is he missing out? Oh, is he missing out? <laughs> I ain't missing shit. Yes, you are. You good with it. You uh, good. Any chance, obviously, hopefully, you know, the 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 things will happen, but any chance that as as fans we'll get a chance to see the closing of Friday? I don't know. You know, that's Warner Brothers is weird right now. I don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Mm. So they keep that show. Um We'd love to have it back. I think, you know, it's going to be close to, you know, um, you know, a time when we can get it back. So we'll, we'll either, you know, wait for that time or we'll keep trying to convince them that they need to let us control the movie. It's my movie, but they have be distribution control. So, huh? You'd be willing to put your own money out? I ain't putting shit up for it. Fuck no. They need to give it to me. Exactly. And they're going to make money. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm about okay. to pay for my own stuff. That's the issue with That's that. That's stupid. I mean, that, that, that ain't in my wheelhouse. I'm not doing that. You know, they need to do the right thing, uh, get it to us, let us turn it into more money and make the fans happy and, and people will have a good time with the series. You know, we could do a lot with it. Mm-hmm. Do a lot with it. Over the years, obviously, you've lost some of your your your, your, your brothers and castmates from that movie. Um, have you done any? Just thinking ahead, have you done any writing on it? What it could be like if if you were to get it back? Have you thought that far? Or are you too busy? Yeah, I'm always thinking about it. You know, but it's it's all premature. You know, I've wrote, I've written, wrote, I've written two scripts. You know, one of them. They. They said the timing wasn't right, but it was totally right. And then the next one, they just kind of put it in uh, what we call development hell. You know what I'm saying? They just kept that, yeah. giving you note after never note after envy. note. Never, never, never really green light. Never thought about doing envy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But with that project, 
you can't do an indie because I would, if I had it, total control of distribution and everything, I'd do an indie. But since Warner Brothers, you know, it's a big movie for them. Huge. It, it's, it makes a lot of money still. If you turn on cable this weekend, you're probably going to see Friday, mm-hmm. one of them, no question. on one of the channels. Mm-hmm. So, But the fact that they don't want to continue to, to, to blow it up is just mind-boggling. And um, do they have to pay you when they when you show it? Yeah, I get you know I get, get money off of it, but we want to make new ones. All right. Any chance we can see another uh, All About the Benjamins? It's the same dumbass company, you know. what oh, I'm saying well, they got that one too, so <laughs> probably not. You know they don't know what they're doing. They keep so. bulldogging this shit, huh? Yeah, they they holding on to classics, and they don't want to go forward. You know. I don't know if it's personal or not, but mm. are you able to take stupid. that property? Is that any of your intellectual property? Yeah. Could you take that to another industry? Well, see, we did that. See, I got Ride Along and Straight Out of Compton. They were at Warner Brothers. Well, New Line is Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. So they was there. I was able to get those movies out, take them over to Universal, make big movies out of them. So now they don't want me to take no more out because I made them look bad. But See yet, what I'm saying? So but, but yet they want green light. So they mad because I made them no, look bad. That shit don't make so no sense. they don't want me to take more out to do the same thing, but they don't want to do them too. So it's, a, it's you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's weird. gridlock. It's weird. What would be your dream movie to do? Your real oh, dream. Oh, wow. Damn. Dream movie to do. Um, I haven't even thought about that, Mike. Never? Never thought about, Never like, my dream Never go thinking, project. like, wow, I want all the Oscars, all the Emmys. I don't care about none of that. I know, but just get them anyway. Well, you know, I do I do what I do if they want to do that. I don't wanna, care about them. I might lose them or drop them or break them, but just that I have them. Yeah. That, that... That really don't move me at all. He's want to make award good. shows is kind of boring. To be good honest. content. That's what you want to make. Good tell, tell good all. stories. When people come up to me and tell me, "Man, I watched that shit a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I love it." That to me is way better than any right. any award. Anything that can sit on my shelf. Yeah. <laughs> you look at things differently. <laughs> is there a project to you that you've done that stands out more than any, or holds a you know a bigger place in your heart that you've worked on, as far as uh, movies? Straight out of Compton. I mean, that's that was awesome. That that was my dream movie. Um, at the end of the day, and I think we did it right, but we fought to do it right. Yeah, you got to fight in Hollywood to make sure you you can get movies done right. Because sometimes in Hollywood it's about profit, and sometimes it's about propaganda. Mm. And you never know really where, Hollywood you know, the studio's mind is. I, I, can't, I, have to, I have to do my own movie with my own cat. I can't do that shit. Can't do it, Hollywood. It's just, just not working. What's the uh, biz, biggest obstacle you'd say thus far you've had to overcome to be present kind of in this moment? The biggest obstacle? Mm-hmm. Uh, South Central Los Angeles. <laughs> Upbringing. Yeah, that's the biggest obstacle. Um, you know, being able to get out 
without getting shot or arrested. I mean, I've been arrested, but haven't done no prison time. Um, and so, you know, everything after that is easy peasy. It's mm. easy to deal with. Thank God. Yeah, it's easy. Mm. Saying you just said a little bit ago you feel like you're hitting your stride right now. What's some advice you would give yourself 10 years ago about to, what to look out for? Um, my advice would be keep doing what you're doing and, um, you know, look out for that damn internet. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. What shape you the most? My kids love the internet. That's how they oh, grew up on it. Shit. It's, it's life for them. They don't even play outside no more. I got to, like, make them go outside. They don't even know anyone. If they go outside, make sure they got a, a right. fucking pepper spray. And yeah, this, that, this damn, is twofold. Yeah. You can't even trust it outside no more. Whistle. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Some tasers. one on speed dial, because... I'm in this like, white neighborhood, and, and what... Boca and time, my daughter said, I'm going to go right in the neighborhood. No, you're not. Mm. I'm going to be right behind you in the car. <laughs> run by yourself in the neighborhood. Oh, you still haven't shot that other nigga. What's his name? Aubrey? Going for, going for a ride? Yeah. I don't mm. want to hear that shit. Mm, mm, mm. She's beautiful, too. Mm. Going for a ride. <laughs> what would you say has shaped you most as a human? My My family, you know. My family shaped me the most. Um, you know, my my first family. You know, from my mother, father, and brothers and sisters to to you know my current family, which is my wife and kids. Um, I care about what they think the most in this world. So, if they cool with it, I'm gonna mm -hmm. go for it. Like, Period. You know, what I mean, ain't nothing, ain't nothing else can really stop me. But but them. My kids are hardcore. They go all out. My kids are good kids, you know. They uh you know, they subtle with it. Um <laughs> which is cool, you know, I appreciate I appreciate them. You know, not just taking full advantage of every situation they can. You know what I'm saying? That that ain't cool. <laughs> Uh, anything you regret that, that, that jumps out? Obviously, to me, anything you fuck up on, you learn from. But anything you personally regret along this journey? Um, I mean, one, not being able to get, you know, the Fridays, the Friday movies made before, you know, people like John Witherspoon died and, and Tiny Lister and, and AJ mm -hmm. and, you know, that that bothers me. And, and it's nothing I can do about it. So it's, it's probably all those are OGs too. Yeah, they you know they all were OGs. cornerstone. They were there, you know, from day one, first movie. What was cool about this fourth one? Craig was coming back to the neighborhood, so you'd have been able to see all those mm. all those characters again. And, I see uh, Stanley back there. He's still stepping on his grass. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> you know that's my my uh, cousin. Uh, Br, you know yeah. we. Oh, B, what up? You know we've been doing it. Robbing him, robbing his house and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was happy he was able to do the movie. That's dope. Yeah, that's your real cousin too. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, what's up. People love it. 
uh, a message or, or, or something, uh, a saying you would put on a billboard around the world? It's a message from one of my homeboys named Kibo, and I, I love this quote. Nothing's more powerful than a made-up mind. Mm. That could be good and bad, though. It's true. That's mm -hmm. all that matters. Mm -hmm. And when somebody make up their mind, you really can't stop them. Mm. Hear that. To do good. <laughs> to do whatever. <laughs> you it's hope. like it's just one of the most powerful things in the universe. Yeah, you guys have any stories between you guys? Obviously, we touched on them at the beginning. You went and saw him in prison. He said he was acting a fool at the uh, the the, pre the premiere. I mean, I got a memory just as a fan. He he he, he didn't have nothing to do with it. It's just me. Uh, I, it might not be a great memory. Tell me, man. Um, it was me. I was. It was me. Chuck D. All the the dudes from the Bomb Squad uh, working on America's Most Wanted, my first album. We were in we were on Long Island, and uh, I think it's Seven Ten Franklin is the building that they used to do all the Public Enemy shit in, and we was hype. We was working. It was it was fun. Everything was moving. Somebody said. The Tyson fight about to come on. We all rushed in there. You was in Tokyo fighting Buster Douglas. Oh, <laughs> we just knew it's going to be quick, easy money. Right back to the studio. We're going to be right back in the <laughs> studio. Dude, after that fight, everybody was so sad. We shut the whole, we shut the whole session down. Motherfuckers went home and just mm. got in the bed and shit. And it was, it, it was like, <laughs> we, we was like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong? Huh? We felt like the world had changed. It, like the world was one way. Now the whole world don't make no sense no more. You know, so that's that's a story that, you know, it's, it's kind of like I always remember that. Where were you at when? Where was you when? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, we was working on, you know, one of my greatest records, and 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 that shut it down. Um, and and it was it was just a crazy memory. But no one's interesting about that. Dad became champ again. Mm. Yeah, and we forgot about that. Forgot all about that. I, I just and I knew. Became champ and then went to prison. And, became champ again. Yeah. <laughs> you know the thing about it, man. You know you. You a superhero, man. Mm -hmm. You know. Without a doubt, you're a superhero. And and we looked at you as a superhero. And and um you showed us superheroes fall, get back up, mm -hmm. and do it again. You know what I'm saying? That's a real, that's a real hero, man. Anybody could be a front runner. But yeah, I know. you fall, yeah. get back up and do it again. I get my my strength from the gutter and the sewage. In the gutter, I'm God, nigga. In the sewage, I reign supreme. So, oh, fuck all that hero shit. Mm. 
You're still a hero, nigga. I don't give a damn what okay. you say. You ain't gonna change my mind. <laughs> Mine's made That's up. how it is. I'm a you hero. You can't do nigga. nothing about it. <laughs> I'm a hero. <laughs> so, you know, I have Holyfield in my company. I saw you guys came together for the, the, the yeah. ear gummies. He's with us. When we sell a company, he's gonna get money too. How was that conversation? Did you hit him up? Did your team hit him up? I wanna... Yeah, um, we hit him up the first time, and he thought it was kind of, we were making fun of him, but he didn't understand it was just a gimmick. Right. And his son, who was his advisor, was very witty and smart, um, allowed him to understand it was just friendly and mm -hmm. funny. And that's what this was all about. It made it work. Yeah, cute. Oh, you got the right oh, commercial you know, Jimmy board? Jimmy Kimmel, I put the Jimmy Kimmel stuff on. This is cool. This is cool, but this is better. Isn't that going to Jimmy Kimmel's show? Well, this is a commercial. For Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> oh shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> so I guess. <laughs> she paid it. I got you. E <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's an awesome guy. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's funny as hell. That's your Jimmy Kimball show. I that's had good. a, um, what's that guy, Cohen's? Andy Cohen. I took my woman to one of your fights, too. You did? Last fight, I, I, I said, man, I didn't know it was like, this is my first time going to a fight. Mm -hmm. And you was fighting Bruno. And uh, it, I think you knocked him out in three rounds. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's like we got, we flew to Vegas. We got dressed. We got all spiffied up. We was ready for a night on the town. That shit was over like by about nine fifteen. That's it. And then you had time to go out on town. You gotta go home like, and take man, a nap now. Now you gotta go, go take a nap for the evening. He knocked dude out three rounds, man. Big dude. Big got, old. Uh, they gotta uh, go, man. These dude from the UK. Man, but he had to go. Man, three rounds. I <laughs> said, baby, I don't know if we're gonna do this mm. again. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna have to pay per view. Right. <laughs> that, that's what used to cause problems in our household. My mom and dad would fight because my mom said, you paying $44 for some shit that's going to last 30 seconds? She yeah. wasn't having it. Got to see them 30 Ooh, seconds, Man, though. you got to. Cube, tell me what it's like, how important it is to obviously be a legend in yourself, but, you know, Mike being, in your words, a superhero and, and having a chance after all these years to just to kind of sit down and, and chop it up and, and give each other your flowers. How important is that is our society? Because we don't see it too often. It's very important, you know, for him to understand, you know, 
how much of a fan I am. Um, it's it's cool because you know you grow up. Your fans are different people, but then you get in a position where you have fans. Mm -hmm. But if you lose, you know, your kind of innocence as a fan of others, then, you know, life is not fun. Right. You know, it becomes like you become in a bubble. So, you know, seeing guys like this uh, or, you know, Magic Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the great greats, mm -hmm. you know, seeing them and being able to, to let them know how much I, I uh, appreciate, you know, what they did and what kind of person they are, you know what I'm saying? And to be able to just chop it up with right. is like, you know, some of the perks that that uh, that makes, you know, being in this position special. Oh. You get a chance to go up to your heroes and let them know how much they mean to you. And then you realize when they turn around and say, well, man, I like, I like the movie you right, did. Or, yeah. you know, um, I met Michael Jordan one time. He said, Friday was my favorite movie, mm. you know? So stuff like that, you just can't, you can't pay for, you can't anticipate. Right. You know, you just live through it and, you, you know, stay humble. You have to think how much you went through to get there. I remember back in the days when you had that incident, you came back and lived in New York for a while. Yeah. Look all that you overcame, and now you're cool, and you and shit just you you never dreamt it was turn out like this. Not you know in my wildest dreams, if I if I was a kid and somebody said you know write down how you want it to be, you know I would I would have definitely shortchanged myself. You know mm. this, you know is been a you know amazing experience as a human to go through, and. Um, continue to go through it, you know what I mean? Coming up here, I was excited to be able to come up here and speak to y'all. Um, because, you know, this is this is the cool part. This is the mm, fun part. Right. This is the part, you know, that uh that you can't you can't even really um put into words. I mean arguably one of the greatest transitions from where you started to where you are now and still being able to dip back into where you started because it was just so far left of what y'all was doing, which you guys came into the world with. But then to be able to cross over and do family movies, kid movies, and make cultural classics and then fuck around and jump back into where you started at, like the full circle moments just have to kind of make you see like, damn. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely put my resume up with any... Anybody. Any rapper that's ever been in the game. Um, you know... I do it all. I do everything. And I do it very you well. Know, mm -hmm. I don't, um, you know, I don't, yeah. Some people that might, you know, rap better than me, act better than me. But at the end of the day, when it comes to, you know, one guy being able to put his mind on package. a lot of different mm -hmm. areas of entertainment, I don't think, you know, Mm -mm. Anybody has matched what I've done, mm. <clears throat> which is great. You know, I want to continue to do more. But you're gonna inspire in the past, you though. Yeah, well, I want them to. You, you know, I'm looking. For, that's what you're doing. You that's can't all help it. it. It's about, you, about, you know, inspiring the next generation or the Absolutely. next. Absolutely, don't you know, think MC you're not. actor. Um, you know, I want to inspire somebody to you know start a sports league if they got the right people and. 
you know, resources. And Someone could say, hey, I learned that. I, I did this because of you. For the right reason. This yeah, time. Exactly. I heard you and talk that's what it's all about. That's better than them trophies, yeah. too. Absolutely. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Mike, when you hear someone such as, you know, Cube and, and all his greatness that we've just discussed, you know, pay homage and, and, and tell you how important you were an instrument on his life, how does that make you feel? I feel good, but he had a great um, part in my life, too. Mm. You know what I mean? So it goes both ways. Right. You know, it's just ordained by God. We couldn't, we couldn't avoid it. Meant you know? to be. Really dope. Think you got a gift for him? Big time gift for him. Uh, uh, you know, they've been cheap. No, they give you an ounce. Nah. <laughs> These guys are stingy with the weed. Where can they, where can okay. they, where, where can they find that at? Mike, where can they find uh, you, uh, the gear at? Oh, yeah. Hotboxing.org. Hotboxing. Oh, hot, <laughs> hotboxing.store. Yeah. That was close, right? Sweet. Listen, we have... This is what we have, Mike Bite. We yeah. can't keep these in the store. Oh, oh well, yeah, them edibles? Yeah. <laughs> best in the world. Appreciate you, man. You want to put a, a, a pillow in your bag, too? I got to take one of those. Yeah, put the pillow in your bag. Yep. I got I got stuff for y'all, you know. And Tyson 2.0 is the biggest marijuana company in the world. I just wanted to say that to everybody. How's it been going? You guys been touring internationally and oh, getting, getting it done out there, right? We just had a party last night. Who was at the party last night? You having a film? He said, you have it on film. Oh, you didn't put the part? Oh. Oh, man. Appreciate this, man. It's beautiful, brother. I'm glad you have it. Definitely uh, put these to good use. Yeah, now. All right, so what we need you to do right now, right? Look at these cameras. Mm -hmm. A couple of hundred million people watching you. And just talk to them. Tell them what you want to know, what you want them to know about you, how to get in touch with you. Yo, what's up? This your homeboy, Ice Cube, and you can't get in touch with me. You know what I'm saying? You just got to run and tell me, bump and tell me, hit my agent. You know what I'm saying? Hit folks I know, people I like, and I maybe they'll me. get you, <laughs> you me. know what I mean, in a few minutes with your boy. So, you know what I mean? I'm doing it all. Oh, that was I, I love what I'm doing. I appreciate people that's been down, my day ones. You know what I'm saying? Keep it saucy like A1. And, um, you know, it's your boy, Ice Cube. Yes, Your sir. homeboy ice cream. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. day, every day. This is another hot episode of Hot Boxing. Thank you, Ice Cube. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm Matt Barnes. And we're out of here. <laughs>